Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of Defining Moments. <laughs> so since this is the first episode, I'll just do a brief introduction about myself. So my name is Tabiso Lumbo. I come from a small town in the Eastern Cape um, called Queenstown. Um, I am passionate about social change. I love to solve socio-economic problems through entrepreneurship um, and I like to refer to myself as a visionary. <coughs> All right. uh, I think that's just about it for this moment in time. Let me just jump right into it. So the the platform for defining moments is a platform where I just share um, my life's defining moments. More often than not, those defining moments um, have um, created um, insecurities which now exist in my early twenties or present day life, and I discovered these insecurities through this journey um, of entrepreneurship. And I don't know if anyone has ever told you, but um, in entrepreneurship, all your insecurities lie naked and you have to face them because um, these are things you have to overcome through the challenges that you are faced with on your journey. So I decided, let me know, you know what, let me bear all my insecurities, my defining moments, um, and perhaps this will make you also realize what are your defining moments that have caused you to have the specific behaviors which you possess in present day time. So the title of this episode is called Am I Enough? And this is sort of the type of thinking that I've been immersed into lately where I I question whether am I enough for a specific platform? Am I enough for a specific achievement? Do I belong here? And this is, hasn't always been the case with me. So I really just decided that I need to unpack or just to date it back and understand where this, where does this line of thinking stem from? what is the defining moment that gave rise to this thinking um so let's let's go back on a journey to my childhood um growing up in primary school i think i was relatively quite confident in myself quite confident in my skin um i really believed that i could achieve anything um I think the reason for that is, I'll compare it to my experiences in high school, um, I, I was free to be whoever, or to carve whoever I wanted to be in primary school. And I say that because I was not, I didn't go to the same high, to the same primary school my sisters went to, right? So no one knew that. But the minute I stepped into high school, um, wow, I was no longer Abby, so I was now Abby, so the sister of X, Y, and Z. Um, 
at first that did not bother me but it started becoming a problem and I see that in hindsight now that um, most of my achievements were being reduced um, right so the first incident I can refer to was the incident where I in grade 9 I made the first and second team netball squad and I was obviously the youngest at the time um, and then I remember this young girl went to the same school with me she came to me and she said you're only in the squad because your sister played first team right so in that in that time my my achievement was reduced and in that time obviously you tell yourself I don't deserve to be here because I didn't earn my spot here. I was given this spot because my sister was in the spot. Right. Um, and it affected me, I, I must say, because I remember um, my coach then asked me to play the same position as my sister played. And I was like, I, of course, I did play the position <laughs> in question, but um, I mean, I could play the position in question, but I declined because I, <laughs> because of the fear, I would rather say, because of the fear of having people say she's only in that team because her sister was in the team. And I think that's an insecurity I carried, without, carried with me throughout my, my years in the team. All right. Then the next particular incident I'd like to point out which also became a defining moment which stemmed this thinking was um, so again in grade 10 I I became or oh, I was first in the grade and I remember this day quite vividly because these two this is one of the same girls from who said gave me the comment of um, in sports she came to me with a friend this time and she said you're only first in the grade because you didn't do um, the tough subjects like your sisters <laughs> I laugh I laugh right but that wasn't quite funny at the time um, and these tough subjects they were merely referring to was one of them is science. So I did all of the subjects that they were speaking of, but I didn't take science. And I didn't take science because I merely hated the thing. I knew I was not going to take a career in science. And I was out. that achievement of mine was merely reduced because I didn't take science. And I suffered <laughs> quite a lot of that fate throughout um, um, high school because I didn't take science. And my sisters did take science, of course. So I, I navigated life, I navigated high school with the thought of or being quite reserved into trying new things because it constantly felt as though I was living in the shadow of um, my sisters. Right. And the minute I stepped out of high school, and now I'm in university, I really just, 
denied myself of a lot of opportunities because of the fear of having my achievements being reduced because of the fear of questioning myself whether I was enough or I was good enough and I, I, I say I, I, I dequalified myself before I even tried most of the things um, or most of the opportunities that came my way at university um, and it's, it's, it's interesting because again I, I went to the same university my, my sisters went to I lived in the same residence my university my sisters lived in and it felt as though I was constantly stepping was constantly following their footsteps and I could not carve my own path or whatever I did was going to be reduced to I mean it's only because right and now that I'm on this quite different path of entrepreneurship I, I find myself in various spaces they've never been before and been to before and I ask myself, I'm constantly questioning whether I, do I belong to be, do I belong in this space? Do I deserve to be in this space? Um, something called imposter syndrome. <laughs> if you think someone has imposter syndrome, I have it 10 times, um, 10 times over because I'm always fearful that someone is going to come to me and say you're only here because right and never owning the space never believing that I deserve to be in the space never um, immersing myself freely and vulnerably <laughs> into the space um, I'm always reserved because I'm always um, fearful that it, it, it'll just be reduced once again um, and I'm trying to navigate that line of thinking and I'm trying to understand um, how to overcome that type of thinking and one of the things that I've realized is that the people that will bring you down are people who don't even come anywhere close to achieving what you've achieved or what you are or have been in life. Because in hindsight, I look back and the people that said those things to me, they, they, were, they were nowhere close or nowhere near achieving what I did, um, what I achieved in high school. Um, and I think it then becomes imperative to understand that you have to just suss out the noise that's what um, it's referred to suss it out and just don't pay attention to the noise they say um, and it's really just about owning your space and just being comfortable in your space and believing that you're enough and, and my favorite song at the moment is bigger by beyonce because she says if you feel insignificant you better think again right and she also goes on to say, step into your excellence, rise. And I think that's just, those lyrics are quite powerful for me because I, as a person who've struggled to step into my excellence I, or, or feeling insignificant quite a lot of times, it, it's, it's really just given me the power to 
own my space and be comfortable in the space that I do take up and believing that I really deserve to be in that particular space. Um, I remember having a conversation with one of my mentors. Um, she realized that I was quite hard on myself. Um, I also am quite of a perfectionist. And she said, remember the words she said to me, you have, there comes a day where so you have to believe that you are enough for yourself. And if you don't believe that you are enough for yourself, you'll never be enough for anyone else. Uh, or you will constantly believe that you are not enough for anyone else. You have to believe that you yourself, in your being, in your most vulnerable state, you are enough. No amount of um, achievements, no amount of, of affirmations people give you will make you yourself believe that you're enough. That comes within. And it's time you need to believe, start believing that. And I think <laughs> that was really one of the powerful um, sort of messages that I've come across. And it's, it's really just um, interesting and, and, and fulfilling to have... Um, people say that to you because sometimes you, you're quite hard on yourself and you're not realizing the, the, what you're saying to yourself in your head. It's no use affirming yourself if you don't actually believe in those affirmations. It's no use waking up uh, and saying to the mirror, I am beautiful, I am smart, if you don't actually believe that you are beautiful, you are smart. You deserve to be in this particular space. You deserve everything, or you've earned everything that's coming your way. And because of that, right, because of that thinking, I've now really just um, shied away from defining, when introducing myself, I've shied away from um, mentioning any achievements because your achievements, I believe, I'm in a state now where your achievements are not who you are, but what you are. Again, so I say, I'm I'm a young woman passionate about social change and I believe that I'm a visionary. Nowhere in that introduction have I said anything, um, any of my achievements. Because the moment you say, I am so I studied X, Y, and Z, I am the founder of ABC. Um, I believe, or I think for me, you start, you start owning that identity and you start defining yourself based on those achievements or based on those titles. And then when those titles are no longer there, you start to struggle <laughs> understanding or you start to struggle with really just who you are. For example, um, I was really academically strong <laughs> in my um, secondary school days and that wasn't the case um, in university. And I really struggled with my identity because I tied my identity to my academics. That's a very important distinction that you need to make, that you are not your academics, you are not your achievements. So in conclusion, in today's episode, um, I'm very much aware that I suffered, I think at the time, I was not even, I didn't, I didn't call it that, um, 
I suffered quite a lot of emotional bullying in my high school days. Um, it's quite a lot. It's more than what I have revealed today. Um, and in hindsight, those were the, those were my defining moments, right? And that defining moment gave rise to the insecurities which I possess today, and one of which is constantly questioning my validity or constantly questioning whether I'm good enough or I belong in this particular space. Um, and now what I've done to sort of combat or overcome that insecurity is not defining myself um, via those um, achievements that have always been reduced. Um, and I celebrate, celebrate myself more often so I leave you with your defining moments are there to help you understand the behaviors that you have but let those defining moments not bring you down you are always enough you were born enough you in your natural state of being or natural vulnerability are more than enough Thank you for joining me in this episode and I'll see you next time.